Welcome to today's episode of the Dr. Ward Bond Show. Before we get started, please remember to head over to iTunes after the show and give us a five-star rating and a quick review. I want to thank you ahead of time for making our show great, and I also encourage you to check out my show page at drwardbond.com. Now, on with today's show. Well, many African-American women take pride in their hair, and women in general spend abundance of time and money on this important feature. Well, for African-American women, adequate hair care often involves some combination of processing, straightening, mousing, gelling, hot oil conditioning, there's relaxing, there's coloring, there's braiding, there's weaving, it goes on and on and on. But ironically, amid a culture in which the ladies care so much for their hair, hair loss is especially prevalent. African-American women already have to contend with the typical worries of female pattern baldness, androgenetic alopecia, which exists among 21 million women in the U.S. alone. Well, additionally, African-American women also have to deal with two other rampant hair loss conditions. One is traction alopecia. Two, there is central cicatricial centrifugal alopecia, big mouthful. But traction alopecia is the gradual loss of hair due to a frequent or constant abrasive pulling force on the hair. See, this is the leading cause of hair loss among African-American women because of the cultural hairstyling, which frequently involves extensions. That's when the lower rear scalp hair is tightly braided into the horizontal rows to have their have hair additions sewn in with thread. This adds length and thickness to the existing hair. Then there's weaving. When hair additions are added all over the head, not just to the lower rear scalp, this can be done through braiding, fusion, bonding, and netting. Whether the technique uses uh, braid threading or glue, both are damaging and can lead to hair loss in African-American women and others. Then there's braiding and cornrows. This styling choice involves braiding all of the hair, sometimes braiding hair additions into the existing hair, which is knotted at the root. The hair may hang loose from the head or be braided in the tight rows of French braids, which are called cornrows. Then there's ponytails. When the hair is pulled back tightly from the face and gathered into one or more of the bunches with a rubber band or hair tie. Then there's the barrettes. Well, who'd ever thought this would be a problem? I mean, a styling accessory to hold the hair in place can even lead to hair loss in African-American women over time. Well, a, self, a sufferer of traction alopecia will begin to see gradual and noticeable hair loss among the peripheral margins of the scalp. This includes the interior and the posterior hairline, the temples and behind the ears, due to these popular hairstyles that many African-American women will experience traction alopecia. Now let's talk about the other form, the central cicatricial centrifugal alopecia. And we're going to have a quiz at the, bottom, at the end of the show and you'll be able to spell that, okay? Well, this condition, more simply referred to as CCCA, is a form of traction alopecia in association with, I'm gonna hit the nerve here, chemical relaxers, oils, gels, dyes, bleaches that essentially weaken the keratin structure of the follicle, thus reducing its tensile strength. Other names for CCCA include hot comb alopecia, there's pseudopallade in African Americans, 
follicular degeneration syndrome, this number two leading cause of hair loss among African-American women is a source for thinning not only along the periphery of the scalp, but also at the center. Consistent chemical processing of the hair, along with frequent pulling hairstyles, make for an unfavorable combination with regard to maintaining a full, healthy head of hair. Now, some women tell me that after a relaxer, perhaps one that was left on too long or one that was too strong, they notice that their hair is suddenly shorter. In this case, the trauma was because of the relaxer. Other women who have used peroxide containing hair dye and then immediately relax their hair have noticed breakage. Well, in this case, the trauma was from the combination of the two chemicals applied to the hair. Still others will report that they are doing nothing different in regard to their hair care practices, that they've always relaxed, they've blow dried, they flat iron their hair every two weeks, and often they can identify the cause of the breakage uh, with some of the examples that I've given you today, but not always. But what can you do if you notice hair breakage? You know, there are several simple measures that can be done to stop and reverse your hair breakage. First, recognize that your hair is breaking and take action. By that, I mean sometimes we can find it difficult to recognize or even admit that our hair is breaking. The experience can be very traumatic. And if you suspect breakage, ask your hairstylist or a family member to take a look at your hair to determine if there are any areas that are shorter than others. If that is the case, it is time to take action. Now, if you have a relaxer in your hair, analyze how often you get a touch-up. Ask yourself if you could be getting touch-ups too often. For some women, using relaxers too often can damage and weaken the hair shaft and cause breakage. Generally, touch-ups are performed every six to eight weeks. And you need to determine if you can possibly space your relaxer out every eight to 10 weeks or longer, particularly during the winter months when there is little to no humidity and your hair is less likely to revert. Now, can you use moisturizers more consistently to smooth and tame the new growth until it's time for a touch-up? Well, can you use a wide tooth comb to gently comb the hair beginning at the ends and working up towards the root to minimize breakage? Can you avoid pulling and tugging the hair when combing new growth? Well, combining two chemical processes such as permanent hair dyes or highlights containing hydrogen peroxide with relaxers can lead to damaged hair shafts and breakage. I generally suggest picking one of the other chemical treatments and avoid using both chemical treatments in your hair. However, if you do use both chemicals, do not have them done at the same time, but rather wait several weeks after applying one to your hair before applying the other. See, additionally, condition your hair regularly and minimize heat from blow dryers and curling or flat irons if you have both chemicals in your hair. Then there's excessive heat. How many of us, including me, live on a blow dryer? And I'm not talking about the one you stick your head under, I'm talking about the one you hold in your hand. Excessive heat may also damage the hair and produce hair breakage. You know, this may be from hot combs, curling irons, flat irons, blow dryers, hooded dryers, or just hot rollers. 
Who uses rollers anymore, by the way? You know, I remember when my aunt used to put those big uh, juice uh, cans as rollers. I always thought that was kind of weird. But anyway, do not use these implements more than once a week. Now, see if you can decrease the heat that is generated from them by turning the setting down. It may take you a little longer to get it dry, but it could do your hair wonders. Roll, pin, curl, or wrap your hair at night so that you do not have to apply heat in the form of curling irons or flat irons every morning. Well, the hair of many African-American women is very fragile and studies have demonstrated that normal brushing and combing the hair can result in breakage. Well, brushing your hair a hundred times a day is a no-no for our hair. I know, kind of goes against everything a woman's ever learned. Well, only comb and brush your hair to style it. Also avoid rubber bands or other implements that can physically cut into and break the hair shaft. Natural hairstyles are not immune to the possibility of hair breakage. If twist or locks are twisted too tightly, hair breakage may occur. And have you experienced a twist, a lock, or a braid snapping off? Well, also, hair care practices that you could once tolerate, relaxers, blow drying, flat ironing, may result in breakage at another time in your life. Just like your body, your hair changes. If hair begins to break, ask your stylist what you can do differently. You know, you might wear, well, some of you are not going to like this, but you might wear a wig for a period of time or smooth your hair back uh, in a loose ponytail. Trim the damaged ends of the hair. Wash and condition the hair every two weeks. But ladies, I want you to be aware of something. I know that I talked about a lot of hair practices. And I know that even with Caucasian women, Hispanic women, everybody, you know, every woman in this world wants to look pretty, beautiful, gorgeous, you know, Hey, guy, you know, all of us guys, we, you know, we like women with pretty hair. Hey, you know, uh, and you, and you want your hair to be pretty, full, shiny, soft. You want it to style it any way you can. And, but in today's society, it seems like the age group gets younger and younger. And many of you women tell me that you're losing hair in the crown of your head. That's right up here at the top from the front towards the back. That is a hormonal issue. And it doesn't matter if it's estrogen, progesterone, testosterone, but you're getting this conversion into DHT, dihydrotestosterone. What is dihydrotestosterone? Well, it's a hormone you don't really want to have. But uh, what happens is that this DHT collects around the hair follicle. So if you're looking at, and I've given this illustration time and time again, if my finger was the hair shaft, the DHT would collect at the bottom and it would fall out. Well, then another hair would replace it, but it'd be thinner. And then DHT collects around the hair follicle again, causes that to fall out, and even a thinner hair is replacing it. We've got to stop the conversion, but this conversion is getting being found in younger and younger women. Women should never lose their hair. I'd like to thank you for listening to today's show. For more episodes or to stay up to date with all of our show content, remember to subscribe. And while you're there, please leave us a five-star rating and review to help spread the word about the program. For even more information and free content, visit my show page at drwardbond.com. Thank you for listening to the Dr. Ward Bond Show. And remember, something spectacular happens when you treat your body right.